2: Live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show, presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680 1057 and 939 of Bill. Now, here, Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker.
0: Hey, we are back here, 939 The Ville, ESPN 680, 105.7. Hey, we got women's basketball uh, coming your way tonight. Um, I'll have to find the time on that, uh, but we'll have it for you uh, on 939 The Ville. Um, I forgot my promo sheet uh, before I get here that Avery sends. Uh, but don't worry, we'll have it. Absolutely, Well, have, And they play, they're on the road tonight, right? And then they're back home. Let's see. Uh, tonight, uh, they are... Uh, at Georgia Tech, six o'clock tip off, five thirty pregame. Yeah, another early night for Ennis. Uh, and then um, on Sunday, they're home against Virginia, I believe. Mm. Uh, noon, eleven thirty with the uh, pregame coverage from there. Bellarmine, uh, they are also back uh, in action uh, tonight against North Alabama. Uh, oh, wait a minute. No, that's Saturday's schedule. Tonight, Bellarmine is at Central Arkansas. That's a 630. The Bears. So, all right. So we are hour number two, talking about the disaster that was last night. Um, we'll get to some calls. I mean, again, it was a disgrace. It was. I think it's rock bottom in terms of an on-court uh, feeling that I've ever had. I've, yeah. It's just... it's. It it got me to anger. Saturday got you to anger. This got me to anger. I was at anger stage really bad
2: on Saturday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know why Saturday. (laughs) I think because when I'm... Home watching by myself, it's like I'm focused only on the basketball.
0: Yes. When I'm at the arena, I'm talking to people. There's, you know, I'm now, happy. Here, here's Pete the truth Lowe's. about blackie Becker last night. He had the over on the one dude's points. And uh, he could not even focus on the rest of the game. Oh, no, you're right. It, it was, it was. <laughs> so I was like, fun. get him back, Chase. Chase, I don't think you knew how far they were down. Uh, you know? it, yeah, in my right ear, it's like, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm like, like Mark, no. <laughs> it was all about Burton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh, that's Burton again. Okay. <laughs> and what did he end up with? 16. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. On the nose. And his, oh, but it was over under was. So
2: when we were talking about the show, it was sixteen and a half. But when uh-huh. I bet it on the way in. It was fifteen and a half. It got up to
0: seventeen and a half at one. One of the sites. Golly, there's so, a, there's just great variance on all all the apps, right? And there, so, and there are a lot of these aggregator sites that you can pay for that'll just list all the lines there. For that, you and that's
2: got to be really helpful. That's yeah. got to be a tool if you want to gamble like yeah. big money. Yeah, you, you get you need that. Yeah, that it, aggregation. There yeah. is um, today is the first day that college football players can opt into EA Sports College Football 25. What they'll get for the participation is six hundred dollars plus a copy of the game, and they can opt into the Compass NIL app. And that's how they'll do it. And there are
0: eleven thousand players expected to opt into the game. Six hundred bucks plus a copy. So, but if you're, I mean, who's the uh, it's the biggest returning star in college football? I mean, I'm, I'm out of season here, so what was my uh, – With a Heisman voting from – Dylan uh,
2: Gabriel, probably from Oklahoma, going to Oregon. Uh, help me out here, Chase.
0: Heisman uh, voting, here's – I mean, Milro fun-
2: Milro probably well, has yeah, Milro some- If you're Milro,
0: do you take that money? Or do you hold out and say, hey, if you want to put me in the game, yeah, I need 10000 uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's right. It'd be like there's well, very few players that would command that, but I would think he would be one of them.
2: Well, it'll you'll see it when you have like a Heisman returning to college football, like Tim Tebow or Lamar or Caleb Williams. You know, they win a Heisman and they're still kind of come back into college football in the next year. That'll be really interesting, you know, to see how that's played out. Because I have to imagine if you win the Heisman the year before, they're going to want you on the cover if you're coming back. Yeah. And so, as a cover boy. You know what is that? You know what is that demand?
0: Yeah. How, what can he get? <laughs> We've got Doctor Soon's call last night as well. Oh, well, we got. We'll get hear back those. to that. Let's go to Justin up next, though. Justin, welcome in ninth round of the Villie, ESPN six eighty. Good morning, Ju- Justin. Welcome in. Let's see if we get. And we, you know, we're working through some things with the phones. Justin, you got Justin? maybe it's a delay. Uh, is it a delay to connect? No. It's, it's got, just in there. There's a variety of things that could be that neither of us will know with the new phone line that's in there. Okay. So who knows? Um, he, he's we'll on. You you yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. give us. Give us. A, he might have AT and T. We don't. It's true. That's I, part you know of the what? problem. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> since AT and T is like out and having uh, out, outage flashes or whatever. So yeah. Man,
2: if you have AT and T, uh, we'll hear from you tomorrow. Luckily, we just switched from AT and T last week. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. Um, Did we get hacked? Did AT and T get hacked?
0: I don't know. You have a f- computer? Or, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna Google. It. <laughs> I'm like I'm googling. AT and T outage. Outage. Um, all right. So we have four parts of this call, huh? Are these in, in order, Chase? So we did. This was uh, the post game. Yes. Uh, last night. Okay. So let's. Um, I don't know how long these are, but go go ahead and this was post game last night. Doctor Soon, you're up next. What's going on?
1: <laughs> hey, Ethan. You know, usually when I call in, um, it's been Ennis that I've been giving a hard time, too. I don't think I've ever spoken with you, so hello, and nice to chat with you. And in that vein, let's have a chat. So usually when I call in, we've won, and I'm super excited, whether it's football, basketball, whatever, and, you know, feeling like getting lucky. Well, we're all out of luck in this house. Um, And it's really... um, Tonight, a word I would use is not mad, not sad, not frustrated. I'm disgusted. That was the battle of the bottom of the barrel of the ACC, and we got absolutely dog walked. It's so embarrassing, but let me ask you a question. So, how old were you or what grade were you in when you filled out your first bracket?
2: Uh, probably, uh, what, 13th, 7th grade, something like that.
1: Okay, me too. I was in 7th grade, Ethan. My buddy was sitting out with a piece of paper, filling some lines in. I said, what is that? And he said, what? And he told me all about the glorious thing that the NCAA tournament is. You know what year that was when I filled out my first bracket? 1986. Mm-hmm. i grew up in fargo north dakota we moved to louisville in 2001 so i could continue my medical training here i was so excited i got season tickets as a student that very first year and i've had them every single year since granted better seats now since that year die hard fans. okay so this is just really really hard deal with.
0: I guess usually it turns very sexual. That's why the calls are very really funny. <laughs> you know, we could get to, to, to some of those here. But she said nobody's getting lucky. in the, the soon. Nobody's the cold, getting lucky. not good. Doc, not uh, good.
2: Mr. Soon
0: has yeah. got to wait a while. It's not yeah, yeah. soon for him. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> later rather than sooner. Um, Texas, uh, we'll, we'll come back. The Texas, uh, Tom Creed did color commentary of the game last night. Also happened to be in studio for the ESPN halftime show interviewing the South Florida coach. That's how much ESPN thinks of our program. No, that was a taped interview. That it was a taped interview. By the way, I... Yeah. I think we got the better color, uh, color commentator last night.
2: Tom Crean over J. Will. J. Oh, Will was yeah. at UK. Oh, gosh. Not even close. He's
0: awful. He's horrible. He's like I don't ridiculously know bad. Putting, I don't know who keeps putting him in on the air. Like he, He's like on ESPN, like high-level stuff. And I'm like, he always sounds like, are, are you asking me or telling me? Your teacher <laughs> used to say. And everything is like he's asking. It's like there's no confidence in it, him. It's wild how bad he is. I'd rather hear Tom Crean a thousand times before I ever heard what J. Will had to say. Texter says, "Come on, guys! Anyone taking this basketball program seriously since we lost the exhibition games in year zero? Yeah, no, that that was the first one. I mean, you, I mean, you actually go back. What's the lowest point? Uh, Lenore Ryan. Wait, that was the first game. The well, first game. okay, we haven't hadn't yeah. really dug out from there. Uh, yeah. And you know, you and I were on air."
2: You know, six weeks after he's hired, we're like, why isn't this happening? Why is, you know, we're kind of, you're asking me, are you going to hit the panic button? I'm like, I'm hands over top of the panic button. And it's like June. And, and, you know, there was just not things happening like they should be happening in a program when a guy takes over. And I think that it's the lack of urgency and the lack of direction and probably the lack of know-how on what to do as a coach. And I do kind of wonder, like, did Nike uh, cripple? like Kenny Payne and, and Nolan Smith in terms of their development by feeding them elite-level players, and they're coaching behind really great coaches, so they never really had to, like, develop as coaches.
0: Is that part of the problem? I'm don't. i don't, I'm not going to make excuses for why a guy's bad. He's just not good at Which this. is not good. He's just not good but at But I'm it. trying to make sense of this. How do they – At this point, I don't even care. Yeah. He doesn't know how to run a program. It, there's no evidence of player – I mean, Huntley Hatfield's the only guy that looks like he's actually getting a lot better – but yep. there's just no plan. There's just no game plan. What are we? What are we doing out there? Yeah. I mean, no. I mean. I mean. Defensively,
2: this Notre Dame team that we played last night had it has an identity. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They they know what the character of their team is going to look like for the next seven, eight, nine
0: years as long as Shrewsbury is there. Te- te- um, Texas says. Oh, I knew it was taped. ESPN knew nobody was watching the game, so no need for a halftime <laughs> live show. Yeah, you know. it's probably true. Yeah. Texture says just hearing a female caller say we got dog walk is a turn on. <laughs> whoa okay here's the trending things somebody sends a screenshot Kenny Payne outage Louisville oh <laughs> those are the things trending right now we can Kenny hope Payne outage not out outage Louisville we can hope uh says Danny Manning brings nothing to the table he has the temperament of Mr. Bean on the bench Mr. Bean on the bench. (laughs) Um, For the first time this year, we didn't have to hear Kenny say they fought. There was no fight in them last night. They rolled over. There was no fight last Um, night. And that's probably why you feel like,
2: despite the score, that watching the game that you feel like it's the lowest point. And Eric Crawford had the same same point as you did, that it's the lowest point in Louisville basketball history in his article to WDRB.
0: I mean, it's just... It's, it's just disgraceful. I mean, I don't know any other way, other way to say it. Yeah. Um, let's go to James up next. James, welcome at 9th round of the Ville, ESPN 680. Good morning.
3: Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. Um, what time is it right now? What time is it?
0: Uh, Eight, 18. Yeah,
3: 8.19. There's no way he still has a job this morning, right?
0: Yeah, Not right well, he, now. he might. It's 8.19. No he does, yeah. There's right no now. way.
3: There's no mm. way he made it to 8 a.m. this morning, fellas. No way. Not as University mm. level basketball coach. No way. You can't be serious right now. This it doesn't seem
0: possible. Most,
3: this, this has got to be the most evilest joke I've ever seen put on a fan base in my entire life. I'm serious. For the people it, that are it, in charge of this and not doing anything about it, not giving us anything, not saying anything, you're pathetic. You don't deserve to be in a leadership role. Well,
0: simple. there's nothing you can say right now. You're either going to do something when the season's over and, well, and, and Drew, make a move. It should have I mean, been
3: done. Drew, it should have been done in December, sir, after the Kentucky well, game. Matter of fact, i went gone. You can go back to the tape. The man should have never gotten a job or interview in the first place. Uh, that's a fact. Uh, he should have never gotten one. Uh, and the people that advocated for him to get one, you look like fools this morning, complete fools. And if you actually covered sports and called for this. Man, you should turn in your stuff this morning, plain and simple, just with me. It's embarrassing. This fan base deserves better. And, uh, you know, I don't know what else to say more other than the people that are doing the job, their job. They don't deserve to be there this morning. It's that simple.
0: Well, I appreciate the call. I, I don't agree with the, the last sentiment. I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater on this one. I mean, I, I think you – trust me, Josh Hurd understands what's going on here. Um, maybe he's second-guessing himself for not making a move in December, but maybe not. You know, because I, I do think as much as I would have been very much in favor of like, all right, let's get Lieberman, Peyton, and Luke, and let's, uh, let, let's, let's figure out how to get to the end of the year – as much as I've been in favor of that, I understand a reason not to as well, because um, you don't want to hear. Well, he didn't even give him a full two years. Yeah, know? I mean, if you are started the year, I understand the concept of finishing the year. Uh, and if, and you know, I do wonder if last night changed things. I do wonder if there, if you have to say, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure Josh probably did not sleep much last night, uh, and you got to be sitting there. You have to be reevaluate whether you make whether your opinion is different. You have to be reevaluating right now. Well, do we do we do do we make a move right now? Do we not make a move? But I I don't put there in there you know not firing him yet. I'm not throwing that there as you know something that's wrong with. With uh, the leadership, they know what's going on. They're going to make a move. They they
2: are, and you know we're going to be playing four thirty Tuesday of the ACC tournament, so we can go ahead and book that. And you know, I I would say around seven thirty eight o'clock that night, there ought to be mm-hmm. something you know out. You know, I I, I actually almost wonder if Josh will. Find a camera in DC, and I don't think do you have something. to. Look. If you're gonna do it there,
0: just <laughs> let him get back home and do it the next day. It's so you fine. want to do it at noon? I'll on do it like Tom Jurich did with uh, with Craig Thorpe. You know, they lost to Rutgers, and the very next morning he had a press conference. He didn't have to do it, you know, on the field or that night. There's no reason to do that. If you're gonna go this far. You, you go to the end, and you, and you do it the very next day. If you don't do it before, you do it the very next day. Right. There's no reason to embarrass the guy up there in D.C., uh, you, know, uh, you know, fire him on the tarmac. No. I can't wait for the Brooks-Holton question. Where Brooks
2: to, to sit uh, there and yeah. – I hope he's in, like, the same spot, you know, of the press conference as he was the year before. I hope he wears the same jacket. You know, take the same jacket with you, Brooks, and say, in retrospect, Kenny, should you have made changes to your coaching staff before the year? And, and, and then yeah. let Kenny Payne answer that again after, you know, basically letting, you know, keep, and that's the thing that really kind of makes well, look, him so mad. No, look, he,
0: he's, he's not a good coach. There's no reason to try to publicly humiliate him. No, no, no. But
2: Kenny has been let down by every single person he's ever put any stock into. Like, he's probably let himself down, but everybody that he's hired and kept also let him down. Purvis Ellison, let him down. Uh, you know, World Wide West, let him down. Yeah, Phil guy, Knight was that guy even around? Let let him, anymore, no, I, well, I was never walked into the building. Yeah, all right, and we and we have had um, a lot of people that we trust that know basketball, guys that are connected to the NBA, play college basketball, of various people go to practice and be like, they are not getting instructed, yeah, correctly.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, there, it's it it ultimately this was it was a bad hire, but I don't even know if Josh had uh, you know had much. Choice. I mean, it seemed like this was a pre-determ- predetermined arrangement from everyone. Because well, you didn't interview him last time, so you got you got you to hire him now. And there right. was a lot of pressure about that. And let's not kid ourselves. There was. That, but this one will be 100% Josh's choice And look I, You don't have to tell Explain to him That he's got to get this right Or his job could be You know oh. In jeopardy He understands that You know no, I mean, I It's know. not like You gotta You gotta explain that and, and I love People are deflecting though You know The Kenny Payne people Here's what they're doing now mm. they, They're all they're, they're doing the Yeah but Yeah but Because they're like Well damn, McDonald's 0-3 Like yeah Okay He's been here 18 years They're just uh, and uh, Josh Hurt hired him You should be mad at him No 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 I know what you're doing See right. that's kind of what the KP Mafia is doing now? Right, because they can't—they can't defend their guy, so they're deflecting onto anybody they can find who lost a game this week. That's you right. know, I mean, if God forbid Walls loses tonight, oh Jeff oh, Walls, he's oh, lost—he's lost two in a row. Does he have what he needs? Yeah, as oh, coach. Watch. use that same energy with him. Right, no, oh. he's won more. He's got a record of of success, and when you have zero zero record of success, you don't get any sort of pass. But be be watchful for that because I've oh, noticed yeah. that's what's going on. I can see the text line. I hear a couple – not the last guy, but I hear a couple calls. I know what you're doing because right. you're totally out of bullets. You see it on Twitter. You're, you're it on out Twitter. of bullets. Yeah. Nothing there. The next thing left is a short joke about me. Yeah. That's it. That's all that's that I know when your chamber's empty when you go to the short jokes. That's about <laughs> all they got left. So now instead of trying to defend Kenny Payne, they're gonna try to attack Josh. David McDonald's 0-3. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. He's Shut doing a terrible up. job. He's killed the baseball program. Yeah. No, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. You know, it's so it's it's obvious. Mm-hmm. You guys are easy to figure out. By the way, your short jokes, I think
2: people are just complaining that they don't have more of you. You know, they just want more dinner. That's what no, it
0: is. I've always. No, that's not what they're doing. No. But I know when the chamber's empty. And, and and so their chamber's empty with it when it comes to defending Kenny Payne. So now they got to go. Oh, but Josh Hart, where is he? Where is he? Oh, yeah. is he? Uh, damn it, damn it, on uh, Jeff Walls. Tom when's Church he going to win the big one? This and, oh, and if I hear that crap, oh, uh, you well, also wouldn't have Jeff Brom. Well, right? but Tom
2: Jurich would have kept Kenny Payne for three years because he told me directly, I will never fire a coach until after his third year. Well, things change. I mean, you said, well, I know, but he, he also he, said uh, he thought they'd never get in the ACC, and by a miracle, they did. did. But I mean, he told me that. Over many
0: Look, Miller lights. Do, do you like Jeff Brom? I love. You would not Jeff have Brom. Jeff Brom if you were the. Oh, Indian, I know. Okay, oh, so I, know. I don't even need to go down. That I love
2: road. Jeff Brom. Yeah, so
0: I know what they're doing. So just know when you hear that. You know, deflection, just chart deflections. Be like Patino, and let's chart deflections, because that's all they're doing is deflecting. And when they go, well, they did When did Josh hurt there? Because I see a lot of deflections on the text. 28 deflections today on the text line. Yeah. (laughs) Dexter says, short jokes equals just want more of you as a classic line. That is pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, that is not. No. Um,. Dexter says, "For those of you calling for Payne to be fired immediately, it's not your money. Two million dollars is still two million dollars. Let's play it out. No, but look, that's the thing. That the two million thing would fall off like April first. We're not waiting that long.
2: No, he's going to get paid normally until April first, and then his Probably. firing would be official on April one or March thirty or Probably. whatever. It would be. I, yeah. yeah then, look, I, then I'm, then I'm pay it not yeah. six million.
0: Yeah, we'll figure. They'll figure that part yeah. of it out. Um, let's see." Um, let's see. World Wide West works for the Knicks front office. You don't want to hear any program. You don't want him near any program since he's employed by that NBA franchise. <laughs> Texter says, Lord Farquhar. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that was the, the Shrek. That was the short guy. That's guy right. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Barkley telling Ernie Johnson, shut up, Ernie. You bald. Yeah. <laughs> Texter says, Cragthorpe wasn't even this abysmal. No. No. he I mean, wasn't. Point As bad as it was, two,
2: 20.3% is the winning percentage. I mean, if a major leaguer was hitting that, he'd get sent down <laughs> to the minors. He might get sent down to Double A. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're uh, you're flirting with disaster at .203. A lot of pitchers hit better than mm-hmm. 203.
0: Um, let Let's get to some of the other sound in here as well. Um, let's see. Or, or you want to, Which one of the Dr. Soon parts is better? Do we know uh,
2: Chase? Do we? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it was, point, think it was but, point two when she's talking about the coaching and teaching.
0: Uh, I don't know how it's labeled there. Um, it's labeled Part Two, <laughs> then there's Part Three and Part Four. Let's see. Well, we can figure that in a break. Let's go. Let's T- oh, do part, um, part Two. Yeah, let's do Part Two. Um, well, hang on. I am trying to see which ones. I want to go back to some Kenny Payne though. If we, oh, okay. if I am not sure, I don't want to play one that wouldn't be the yeah, best. I did label one. it for...
3: by points, so Point Two is Sound Two, and so forth.
0: Okay, all right. Well, let's do Two. That's fine. Let's do Two. We can do do Number Two. Let's see what Doctor Soon what's going on in the Soon household, not. Not the thing that Mr. (laughs) Surgeon Number two, you're a teacher. Yes.
1: I, as a physician, have also taught medical students and gone through a lot of teachers in my day. I think one thing that we forget to talk about and forget to think about is the teaching with these kids. Coaching is just another word for teaching, basically, in my opinion. I feel so bad for these kids, Ethan. You know, you can tell when you see a student who's been taught well or coached well versus a student at the same level, the same skill set that has not. That second student is far behind. These kids that are playing for us, for this city, they have a dream. And this is not fair to them. They deserve to be taught better. They deserve to be coached better. They don't have K through 12 to be held back one year where it doesn't matter that much. They have four or fewer years to get it done. And I think we forget about how consequential this can be to them and
0: their future. She was breaking it down. I mean, that's Dr. Soon breaking Yeah, you down. Know, you got a doctor totally calling a post-game
2: show, breaking right. it down. Yes, she's totally yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, Sky Clark, Brandon Hutley-Hatfield, specifically them, both came out with a profile that looked like it was pointed to the NBA. What has this coaching staff done to help them get to there? Hutley-Hatfield, I think, is
0: closer. He's, he's the one guy you can, you can point to for development.
2: Sky Clark is not. Like Tyler Johnson, I mean maybe down the road I don't know but how these like,
0: players are it's up to the new coach is to Mike evaluate. James?
2: Is is Caleb Glenn, is Curtis Williams gonna stick around after this awful experience? Like like this
0: has been a bad experience. Well, um we'll get to you here, two six seven, nine six eight. We got we got open lines for those of you whose phones are working this morning, in other words not T AT and T customers. You got any update on that? Have I haven't got anything. AT&T no, it's just that like
2: um, the Washington Post had something. It's a massive outage. T-Mobile and Verizon customers also um, sometimes affected, uh, but mostly it is
0: an AT&T issue. Um, so all the cricket wireless people are just laughing at the AT&T people. Right, name? I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. You got my cricket over here.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, just, cricket just thank phone. Vladimir Putin, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Vlad. You don't even know. I assume it's... You, a- right, yes. You, you're <laughs> utterly making that up. Any kind, of, any kind of hack, I think it comes from Utter Russia. Invention. Russia. Did most hacks not come from Russia? Crunchzone.com got hacked by Russia for some reason. <laughs> Thanks. Lexington hacked you?
0: Uh, yeah. Texas says, I have AT&T. Mine works fine. Texas says, KP is Ron Cooperish. Te- uh, worse. Texas says, Cooper. Ohio State showed they're serious about their basketball program. They're going to fire the coach here. To- yes. It's Look, when, who do you want to take over? I would ask that. I mean, I I tend to think at this point, surely Danny Manning could ride. Could it get out. him through three weeks, right? Surely he, he can if he can get his head out of that piece of paper he was staring deeply into last night. For
2: the <laughs> well, but I, he's been it, around it, the it block. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, he's been around the block. You don't want to disrupt things too much to get to the end. You could also make an announcement: Kenny Payne's going to coach the remaining era of the year, and he won't be retained
0: at the end. You could do that. I mean, I've seen that before. You could I? I I, kind of think either just do it or – I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to weigh that one. I mean, I've been thinking about that. What does that do to the guys – I mean, the guys on the team know their team stinks. But, yeah. But do – I don't know. I don't know, but I just, you know – I.
2: I would love for it to be over, but I understand yeah. if, if if there is somebody waiting in the wings gonna pay the buyout
0: and they You have to do it if they're gonna you save you the it. six million, they're gonna they're gonna do it. Texas says some cricket customers are out, cricket shares are towers. Well damn. Wow. Texas says, uh, bring back Luke Murray. Um, I hated <laughs> losing Luke Murray. And then he went and won a national
2: championship last year with UConn on the on the bench next to Danny Hurley as his primary assistant
0: um let's see is this year the reds get to the world series Dexter says hey let's do it ellie de la cruz hunter let's, green uh, let's do it oh, we got a couple calls let's go to uh david up next uh david welcome and good morning good morning how are you guys
2: doing hey, hey david doing great david
3: i'll just have uh a request for not just you guys but everybody in sports in general quit saying coaches are getting fired Because when I was working, if I got fired, there was no compensation. So, Mm. fired is not the word. They're getting relieved of responsibility because they do a poor job. So, fired is really not what's happening. So, that's the only comment I have.
0: Have a good day. Now, you're right. They're they're getting bought out. You're right. They're getting technically correct. Let's go to caller Nate up next. Nate, welcome in. Good morning. What's going on? All
4: right, fellas. So, what I did was I pulled into the stop and go and bought me a phone and bought some minutes. (laughs) <laughs> so that's how it
2: is. <laughs> so I just want y'all to
4: know that y'all are worth $19.95 for me. But
2: we got, we're we got we're honored that is, you would buy a got burner got for $19. us. Yeah, you just showed <laughs> up on a DEA watch list, but minutes. congratulations. It'll be, yeah, it'll be fine. So here's what we got going on.
4: I have an AT&T phone that has an e SIM card. Mine is not working. Mama oh, has okay. like a, a Mama has like an eleven with a regular SIM card. Hers is working fine. I don't have any idea if that's a correlation to it, but some of, some of these at t phones are working some more, and mine ain't working. So, all right, real quick, like I said before, my six minutes runs up, and I gotta go buy some more. What about? <laughs> can we just say, hey, Kenny, we're not gonna. We're not going to ask you to leave or step down at this time, but we got a game on Saturday. If you could just stay here and fold the laundry, uh, we're going to go to the game, and we'll get right back to you when we get back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a game Saturday.
4: <laughs> yeah. Whatever, I, Doug, you, you get my point. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ask him to just give him something else to do. Like Kenny, I know we got a real important game Saturday, but if you could meet us down to the the sack and fold some towels in there for the the gym. We we would appreciate that instead of coming <laughs> to the game.
0: Yeah, Got
2: to I don't be know what else
4: doing. we can do. Maybe Where's where Neely Benapooty to, to, to
2: suspend him for four games?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't don't even get me started on that blank. That's not a yeah. good one this morning.
0: Hey, she's so on the college I, I football, football playoff committee. Run up. <laughs> all, right. all right, all right, see you. She's not on the playoff committee. Yes, she is. What? Yes, she is. Neely Bindapudi is on the college football playoff committee. Yep, I got in a press release the other day. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll read you the. I'll read I'm you the,
0: floor. The, We come. We gotta get to John Bull. We come right. back. I gotta find out more. We need John Bull to investigate the hell out of this. <laughs> I don't know how she got You've there. You gotta be kidding like me. The the,
2: the one uh, AD that's under the most fire, or a president that's under the most fire nationally, a college football playoff committee.
0: I'm speechless.
2: Yeah. Uh, CFP board of managers include Neely Bendapudi, representing
0: the Big Ten. She's the Big Ten representative. Yes. Like, with the expanded new Big Ten and everything else, they come up with old blue. Yeah. Gordon
2: Gee represents the Big 12. Uh, Clemson's president uh, represents the ACC. Uh, Reverend John Jenkins represents uh, Notre Dame for right now. All right,
0: I, I can't. I got, I'm going to need to process that for a moment. That, yeah. that, that one's That's bothered me badly. That's bothered me um, so bad I need to turn on the RGB home theater. I've got, <laughs> got to turn around and experience some something positive. Uh, because if you are thinking about, uh, you know, particularly if you are someone who's remodeling or building out, I was talking to Kyle uh, Brewer yesterday about this. Anybody that is doing that Man, let them pre-wire that because that's going to open up just endless possibilities for you. Just, it's amazing what they can do. And like, well, I'll get it wireless. And yeah, it's better with the wires, it really is. And when you can, you know, they're going to show you things you probably haven't even uh, thought of. So it's uh, it's RGB, red, green, blue, RGB uh, and uh, talk to Kyle over there when you do. Tell me, he's talking about him right here.
1: Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. time to replace your heating and air system we know people want options that's why you'll always get a free second opinion with bj heating and cooling plus for a limited time get zero percent financing for 60 months on a new bryant system
5: call the experts you can trust at bj heating and cooling
3: hit the road jack don't you come back no more
2: Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Ville. Now,
0: here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker man that chase is cruel man it's cruel um <laughs> we i uh, got L women's basketball tonight six o'clock five thirty with the pregame uh they are they are hitting the road just just for travel they're just not just for travel not, not, yes yeah, to yeah, go get yeah.
2: w's yeah. for the universe real
0: quick before we get john bull i, I just see this news that eli gold is not back, uh, is not going to come back as the voice of the Crimson Tide. The university apparently making the decision. I mean, he is the voice of Bama, man. He's one of those legendary radio guys like Larry Munson, you know, um, you know. Uh, gosh, the guy in Tennessee that I'm um, blanking on the name John, uh, gosh, I'm blanking on his name, you know, Kaywood Letford. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, get, uh, give him sex. Uh, <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I, I don't know his name either. John, Johnny Ward. John Ward. There it is. Um, it, to, um But that's. That's very surprising. I mean, he'd had some you know, issues, but we heard him on a couple of calls this year. Sounded good, but, but was know, he
2: limited this year, like only home games?
0: Um, I, I can't remember if he did this year. Or not. So he missed 2022 for health reasons. Uh, otherwise, he's been doing it since 88. He's 70 years old, been diagnosed with cancer just a year ago, uh, but called home games in 2023. Uh, so... Yeah, that's um, a little surprising. Anyway, all right, we don't want to keep John Bull waiting any longer than this. No. So, sorry for the delay, John Bull. Welcome in. Good morning.
6: No, that's interesting, isn't? Is, is uh, Bob Eucher coming back too for the Brewers? <laughs> is I don't. He? I, I don't That'd know. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be great. Like these, like these old broadcasters keep coming back every year. Nobody gives go. those jobs up, man. I mean, <clears throat>
0: nobody gives those play-by-play jobs up. Hell, I think the guy that no, was no, but
6: the. the I was wondering if maybe the guy is not going to be working anymore because of this new trend where if you say one critical thing about the team, like like it's Russia now for uh, for team
0: broadcasting. I don't think it is with him. I think it's they want some consistency because he was you know, he didn't do one year. He called half the games last year, and I don't know. They've got a guy Chris Stewart uh, who's been doing the basketball games for them. Uh, he's going to take over football. He was doing the road games last year, but. Man, I wonder what the fans down there. I'm sure. I'm sure um, Wisconsin had an announcer growing up that you, you know, felt close to, right? Um,
6: like to all I remember as a kid, all I remember as a kid was I was a big Marquette fan, and their announcer was Bob Bach, and I, I remember like trying to uh, imitate him and do radio calls and stuff, and just being more into the radio call uh, actually than the game. Like sometimes I would just instead of watching the game, even I would just listen to it on the radio as a kid. In my bedroom, it was Bob Bach from Marquette, back when they were good. But I guess they're good again.
0: What about the Packers guy? Was it was it never? Uh, I know who their
6: announcer was forever. They, what, they, not one of those. Oh man, I'm so old. Like when you, when I would watch the Packers as a kid, it would be like Ray Scott. You know, like <laughs> long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, man, did you did
0: you? What's your reaction to the reaction to last night's uh, game?
6: Well, what, I haven't. What, what do you mean? What's my reaction to the reaction? What is. Who oh, is, I mean. Who is still well, to, holding out? Oh, I
0: mean, to me, this is the lowest of the lows. I mean, my reaction. I mean, I guess to me, this one just got me more than the others. To lose at home to the team that you're battling now for the worst in the conference, the seller the uh, dwellers, and to lose by 22 okay, so, at home, to me, is the biggest
6: disgrace of, of all the disgraces. So I I, uh, I saw your tweet last night before it went to bed and I was scrolling <laughs> down it because most people were taking it seriously and trying to, you know some people were trying to, I was racking my brain trying to think if, if this was not the lowest, I, I think I've told you guys before um, I remember when we moved here and near the end of the Denny Crumb thing and I remember going to the Metro Conference Tournament um, and and like UofL lost the very first game uh, to some terrible team like Virginia Commonwealth or something, and, and, the, and the and the and the tournament was here, and mm-hmm. there was like nobody in the stands, and the team wasn't yes. trying, and it was it was really really weird because I had moved here a uh, a UofL fan, and I, I thought that that was pretty low, mm-hmm. but I, anyway, to answer your question, I I think this has got to be the lowest. I mean, it's got to be like. Like when Eric Crawford went through and tallied up home losses and showed that over the years, this is this has got to be by far the lowest, right?
0: I, I think it is on the court, man. I, I just this is that's so embarrassing to lose to a team that bad by that many and just I mean just get utterly just embarrassed. And the other coach, by the way, is calling like the perfect play seemingly out of every timeout they get an open look, and it's like, well, what are you doing, dude? Yeah,
6: I I think when you when you ask when you throw out a question like is this the lowest you know the program's ever been it's, it's got to be more than one game though it's got to be like like where we're at sure. what what zone we're in you know over a multi game stretch and I, I I can't think of a worse example to in yeah. my tenure.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, you're right. There's probably been individual games made, but this is the culmination of all these, you know, uh, you know, statistics, historically bad stats, and then you just land on this in a game that you were actually favored by three and a half points. In it's amazing. <laughs> it's just yeah. amazing. It's just you know, we watched. We're watching it again right now. There's just no communication on that bench. I mean, hardly at all. I mean, they're just just statues over there.
6: It is. It is staggering. It is. Uh, but, but but I mean the. The bottom line in all of it is like Crawford wrote about in his last column here. It's about it's about the business part of it. And mm-hmm. that that's what you can't get away from. You gotta you gotta fix that fast.
0: Yeah, and and I don't know I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if the answer is fire him now, announce a firing uh now and let him coach out the season, or just do it at the end of the year. I mean those are the only three options. There's no keeping him is not an option. It's just not.
6: Right. Uh Kendrick came in last night uh, from covering the game. He said the same thing He's, we talked about a few weeks ago. Like, like, is it, We may have a busy day tomorrow again. You know, like it was. It was that bad.
0: Yeah, you, you do have to wonder because I, mean, I mean the rumors have been going around. that There's a a donor or two that were that said that look, we'll take care of the buyout, but you got to let him finish the year. I just wonder if last night changes anything. I don't know. I haven't talked to anybody. I'm not know on that. But you'd you have to think about it if you're, you know, one of those people. But maybe, yeah. You know, I guess we'll.
6: Hey, well I guess I if, if nothing happens about her. lunch, the way the way this has been, I know. But the way this has been going, I feel like we're a small community. Like we we all know what's going on. Like we we get tips, and I, we've gotten no tips. So I think this is going to not happen today, and it's going to go to the end of the year yeah you know, this has been a wild year in, in college basketball if you think about it like we just had like anything is possible I guess is what I'm saying um, I just saw I watched Yukon uh, drill Marquette by 20 or more <laughs> mm-hmm. then Creighton drills Yukon by 20 or more <laughs> right. you know what I mean like like anything right. can happen any even more so than than other years, it seems like what's going on right now. Like, I feel like you can you can come in and make an impact immediately with, uh, coming to a team.
0: Yeah, I've never seen more wider discrepancies of you know the uh, the teams getting beat by twenty, but not just getting beat, getting absolutely just run like twenty points. Like you say, it's right. It's, it seems like there's more margins of twenty point. Losses of good teams than I can ever remember, and I don't know a reason. Like I think college basketball has got more talent um, because of NIL than say three or four years ago, but I, I just I can't come up with a reason why you would see such widely ranging scores.
6: I know I can't. Like usually every year, I, I was talking to Dusty Baker last night. I was trying to tell him my, uh, uh, for the degenerate gamblers out there, my my number one key. Uh, angle in betting on of in any sport over the course of the entire year uh, we are entering into right now. I was trying to give them a heads up like this is the best time of year to make money, and that is it's a real simple formula, and that is uh, from now until like Selection Sunday, mm-hmm. the teams that are on the bubble or in the bubble ish range always outperform. Almost always outperform. They're they're a really good bet, not just against the spread. when you get a great matchup of somebody with everything to play for on the bubble versus someone that, that doesn't have anything to play for really, except maybe some positioning, but but not so much. But those are great bets. And uh, but I don't know now, like mm-hmm. the, the way things are going now, it's just so crazy.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's wide ranging. All oh, the play a crazy night and last night in college basketball. I mean, Penn State wins by a point. Kentucky loses at the buzzer. It's a crazy ending in the New Mexico game. I mean, it's it's been it's a shame that Louisville's not a part of it because
6: it's a really fun year in college. Basketball. It's a really
0: interesting year.
6: I know. Um, I walk past all the monitors and I go back into sports and I'm checking out all these games and I can't even I can't even keep up with it anymore because there's so much volatility. There's no. I don't know those of you guys who gamble regularly. Um, like, you must be losing your minds because you, you don't ever know what you're going to get.
0: Mm-mm. No, you, you don't. It's just, I mean, I've never seen such disparities. Of course, you had the Alabama game last night. I'm scrolling down that, um, you know, uh, as well. Did you miss uh, Patino a little bit on Sunday when he started going off on <laughs> calling his players laterally slow and physically weak?
6: It's. <laughs> I don't. What was your take on that? I I love him, um, and I the, usually there's method to his madness, you know, when he says something like that. Mm-hmm. So I've been following the fallout for a few days to see if there was any, you know, any better explanation for it, and and there wasn't. Right? Like he just he just said what he said and back and and just stood behind it. Right? Yeah.
0: Well, although Mark, you said last night what he said he changed his mind last night, uh, Patino. Oh no! He said uh,
2: he didn't mean any of it. Is what he said in his post game last night. He's like, <laughs> I didn't mean any of it. <laughs> yeah, or we, we got to find that and play. That is what we got to
0: do. Yeah, I mean that's but that's Rick. I mean, oh, yeah, used you do. It. Yeah, he's it's, it's using it to motivate his, his player. I mean, he says this stuff. All it's amazing that his opinion still matters as much to the country or to the nation of, or to the college basketball world because he's like a coach of a fifteen and eleven team. Yeah, bubble team.
6: <laughs> I don't, I don't he, know. If uh, bubble. I mean. yeah. I, He's become like this tragic figure, I think, to the rest of the nation, like who sat back and watched, you know, the hooker scandal and the whole thing. Whole, and his, ad, I mean, if you think about it, if you think about it from a, a sports fan's perspective, from like, I don't know, let's say Chicago, like it probably was pretty, it's, the whole thing's been pretty delightful to that person, right? The whole ride.
0: Oh yeah, I mean yeah. If you're just just too, just you know dropping in and, and looking at it, yeah. And here's the best part: they play Creighton on Saturday, or is this weekend, whatever it is. That's oh, their, their next boy. game is, is oh, Sunday. It's Creighton. Is it in Omaha? Or is no, it in, in it's MSG? in it's in it's Madison Square oh, Garden. Boy. Looks okay. like about a three point spread. You know, wouldn't it be something after all this and a week later, he's you know, beating a team who just smoked? Um, you know, I know, <laughs> I know. UConn. Danny Hurley's going to be sitting I, over his tape
6: watch <laughs> that's why people love patina because like that could happen that and mm-hmm. especially this year like we were talking
0: yeah um the uh i saw on your timeline here that the, the snow baby It was making a movie about it refresh me yeah. again on the i mean i remember part of it what was the snow baby and what's this movie What, what the, what's the story on this how old were you in 94 i was in college in lexington in 94 so i would have been 23 the one
2: yeah i was 12 john i remember it happening the community getting out there and like clearing out like a place for the helicopter to land and it being a really big deal and it had to happen or she was
0: not going
6: to, to make it just uh, summarize the story
0: though yeah if you could, john like what was the
6: yeah so what happened was I, I i was trying to explain this to the to the uh the the youngins at work <laughs> the newbies um I, I really think I really think that this was one of the most beautiful moments in in Louisville history. Um, When you think about what the 94 snowstorm did to the city, and the news crews couldn't even get around, and like you just could not move. And you had this medical emergency where they had the opportunity to do a transplant on this little girl right in the middle of the snowstorm. And so they uh, got out. They needed a she lived near the old Southeast Christian church over there off Hikes Lane. And um, some members of the church and then some of the neighbors around there uh, got this idea, like, just start calling friends and stuff about bringing shovels and trying to shovel out a landing pad in the big, like, parking lot next to the church in the, in the snowstorm. And they, and they did it, and they somehow pulled it off. And, of course, there's not a lot of... Uh, Video from the local media of it, one of the mm-hmm. stations has some um, uh, because it was you know it was so we couldn't even get around to cover the news if you remember we were paralyzed for a week mm-hmm. in the city and yeah. uh, but it was this beautiful effort of everybody just shoveling out a landing pad in the snowstorm to get this girl uh, some help and then uh, they had a premiere already i hadn't i couldn't go to it because I had to work, but my wife went to it uh, a couple of months ago and um uh, Dave Stone, the retired uh, preacher from Southeast Christian was in contact with me about the movie and, and, and about the opening night and all that. And, um, and Brenda White, it, the movie is, you know, that's the end of the movie, that incident, but the movie is largely, um, I believe about, uh, about a woman and her, um, her, her challenges in life. And if you, if you just watch the trailer and you'll be able mm-hmm. to tell more, but it's, it's really well done. We interviewed uh, Hillary Swank yesterday, and uh, our, one of our reporters did, who's been on the story. And it's, I'm going to go watch the movie just because it's such a it's such a beautiful story of Louisville coming together.
0: Uh, it's great. So it's out now, or is it? Um... It's it's in theaters
6: this week. Is what yeah. we read last night.
0: Uh John Ball with us here, 939 the Ville, uh ESPN six eighty one one oh five seven as I just I've just now seen the ending of the New Mexico game. That's that's crazy too. Okay, we we have the sound uh from Patino last night. So let's I have not heard this either. So this is uh, him on the on the podium last night after uh beating Georgetown but not covering.
5: I went home talked to my wife and came back and I said to my staff anybody in guys any of them upset a couple of feelings of hurt. So I immediately went in the team and told them, I absolutely love you guys. I would never, ever want to embarrass you, but it's my bad. I'm at fault. I should have never mentioned to anybody by name. I didn't mean it. I was trying to talk typical clinic talk like I do. The slowest player in the league at the NBA is Jokic. He can't move laterally. Some of the greatest players I've coached can't move laterally. So I didn't think that's a big deal, but I should never, ever mention a name. I'm a veteran coach. I tell... Every young coach in the business, show class when you win, show class when you lose, give the other team credit. I've been really, really frustrated this year for a lot of different reasons, but understand something, I recruited this man, I recruited this man, my staff did not recruit these guys, it was all me. His dad called me, I said, done, I want him. RJ, uh, for UMass alumnus, um, for one year. Uh, I wanted him, thought he was going to be great. Ledlam. I wanted him. It was all me, and I'm really, really proud to have them, but I totally apologize to them for doing that. It was no intent. I was very calm, very collected, and uh, I wasn't ripping them. That wasn't my intent, but words matter. Words matter. I watch watch a lot of politics, and I see what these politicians say about each other, and I cringe, absolutely cringe, and say... Thank God I'm a basketball coach. So uh, I just want to briefly say uh, my guys are the most important thing. My fam- uh, my family and my players, outside of breathing air, they're the most important thing in my life. That's why I'm still coaching today. Uh, they are the air that I breathe. And I love them dearly. I would never want to embarrass them or hurt them. Uh, a couple of them certainly were, but they... Went out yesterday and had the best practice of the year. Of course. So um, I'm real proud of that.
0: I don't even know him anymore. I don't, who, even, who is this I don't man? even know Rick Pitino anymore. Words matter. Who is this man? <laughs> <laughs> Luke Hancock <laughs> no, is probably, if he's thing. listening it, to that. It,
6: no, you guys, <laughs> it's still the same thing. It's that crush them, then love them cycle. He, yeah. he even did that here. That's the same Patino, just the just more lol. dramatic chapter.
0: Yeah, I, I, that is his move, though, to absolutely tear someone a new one and, and be like, what? You were offended by that? Yeah, you said you're going to chop me up into seven pieces and send me back to Houston or wherever I was from. That's what he told uh, Slazinski. Yeah. And I'm like, is that, was that bad? I don't know. <laughs> I, he did it with <laughs> Paul Rogers. Jump. Paul. Paul Rogers uh, kind of slunk into the locker room after they lost a big game at West Virginia at the end of the year, and he's trying not to make eye contact. He's trying not to make eye contact because he's got to get the post game interview. And, and, and Paul told the story for you. he's like, "And you, bleep you, bleep radio, take that microphone and bloop, bloop, bloop. and <laughs> and, it's, uh, and then of course he felt bad about it and took him out to like a super nice place in New York for the Big East tournament to apologize
6: this is movie right yeah it's the crush him and then love him cycle most coaches do it he did it to extremes do you remember when he called the press conference and, like nobody knew what it was about and he called the press conference and then we all like cut in carrying a live and he's cr- and he called the press conference to crush the media specifically the <laughs> news directors like for their judgment oh, yeah. because yeah because some of the screen, discovery yeah. was coming out in the case and we we of course were airing it and he mm-hmm. called this press conference just to crush the news stations.
0: On the day that Robert F. Kennedy died, when, when didn't, he, didn't he use that line too? Wasn't it somebody famous that died that day? Um, and I can't believe we're airing this on the day that um, oh,
6: yeah, that I So died,
0: but, yeah, it, it was because because he. It's like and we're like, what
6: does that have to do with any
0: talking about? Yeah, <laughs> you know. So. No,
6: I know. Yeah. So, no, it's the same old Patino man. It's just <laughs> come on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, now, but it is amazing how much he still matters, and um, you know it's just uh, it's it's crazy. <laughs> and if, like I'm just looking up on the screen right now. You think ESPN be covering the Saint John's Georgetown game as a tease? You know, going to break? Hell no. no. And of course they are they are now. It's like I mean, this is why we were like, oh, we got to get a star in coaching. There aren't any. That's why Patino's still the biggest star. I mean, or at least one of right. them uh, out there. There's not a guy to come in here for this job that is a star. They don't exist.
6: Well, it um maybe a better word is a character. They they want the media wants a yeah. character. And there's even, even the really good coaches even the really good coaches out there really aren't much of a character, but Tino's money as we all got to experience. I just think the notion of he a he listened to his wife.
0: That's number one why. Right. right. Number two that he's yeah, uh, that's, uh, such a know, lie. Know that's just <laughs> Yeah.
6: Yeah. When you whenever you hear uh I've probably even used this lie before. Uh, whenever you hear something us with, I went home and talked to my wife about it. All right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we know where that's going already. That's Yeah.
0: I would love to... They have a family chat... Oh group, group text gosh. that I would they should charge. They, if they charged admission, I would pay whatever they wanted, because the sarcasm from all of them between Richard and Mike. And I mean, it would be spectacular. You want to subscribe to. Yes. Texting. I Whatever they want to charge, I would I would, I would be great. All right. Well, what are you working on now, John? What's the next uh, big uh, case you're going to blow the lid off of?
6: Oh, man. Um, well, I'm working on two different things. Um next Wednesday, I believe we're going to air this next Wednesday, um, the guy who was in my la you know, I've done three uh, investigations, special reports now on this, on allegations of hospital patient dumping, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so the one I did uh, right before Christmas, the guy I had uh, in the second half of the story that I happened upon, who had just been removed from the emergency room uh, uh, with some serious mental health issues, a guy named Charles Woods. I, I got a tip, uh, like a month after I I ran into him, uh, that he died. And there are questions about was it a hypothermia case? There's a questions about what was he, had he just been kicked out of the hospital and then died? Uh, so I've been doing a lot of investigation of that mm. through the corner, through the talking to people, witnesses, etc. And so that you know that's just the, the latest example of or the latest edition of this this. Gap in our system that we've exposed of what happens between you know the hospitals can't continue to take the homeless people um, and what happens when the when people are removed from the from the hospitals out on the street um, and now we have a case of someone dying so yeah uh, I'll get into that next Wednesday and then on a more pleasant note I am starting my I've, I've completed two. Um, I'm starting my. I'm doing a, a ten-part uh, best Derby moments features for our Derby coverage coming up for Derby 150, and so it's great. I've gotten to look through a lot of archive stuff and a lot of our stuff, and it's really really fun um, picking oh, out these okay. stories and looking at coverage from the old days. Uh, I got you. By the
0: way, uh, I'm just. I got the numbers yesterday. Through September, really, maybe through October, November, December, because that's where the online gambling portion uh, came available. And I can send you these. I don't know if you got these numbers or not John. They've made profited fifteen million dollars already in those three I months. The projection was twenty three for the year. The most fascinating thing is that DraftKings and FanDuel are damn near down to the dollar on how much people have wagered on each of those sites. It's a matter of a couple hundred thousand dollars total difference. It's three hundred twenty seven million and change for both of them uh, that where people you know wagered.
6: Well, speaking of finances and sports, did you see the Churchill Downs revenue story?
0: Not sure I did. Which no? I
6: don't think I did. Look up, uh, look up on Bloodhorse. Bloodhorse has the best uh, on it. Uh, Churchill Downs 2023 made a billion with a B billion dollars. Uh, earnings up oh, 34 percent wow. <laughs> over 2022. 34 percent over 2022 there's a company doing
0: something right as sports as gambling on sports becomes more prolific which you would think maybe that would hurt them i guess clearly does not <laughs> hurt them at all hey, and
2: the photos of that new paddock uh, kevin kirstein just put them out the other day they look amazing i'm kind of curious to see if in your archival footage over there at wave three do you kind of have a through the years the paddock look you know for as long as wave three yeah, is broadcast that. that might be kind of cool wow.
6: We're going to do that, and I uh, one of our uh, a couple of my managers went on a tour last night uh, and showed me the photos of the paddock. And yeah, you're right; it looks incredible. And I can't wait to get out there and find some different, interesting broadcast positions. See what uh, what Darren and Kevin will let us get away with. Maybe like up <laughs> on top of the paddock, looking back, is what we were joking about last night. But I don't know if that that would, would work. But anyway. Yeah, billion with a B dollars, wow. 34% up. I don't know if many companies have just saw a 34% increase Percent. in
0: 2023. And are just printing money over there, man. It's uh pretty amazing. All right, John, we'll talk to you soon.
6: All right, guys, have a good day. See ya.
0: All right, there you go. John Bolt here 93 in the Billy ESPN 680. All right, we'll continue along 2679680 our number again as they run the full Patino soundbite on Sports Center uh and <laughs> it's just it's just great i mean it's just that's uh, what he, john's right it's what he does absolutely what he does uh hey uh edlin and edlin if you're thinking about selling your home and you need to get in touch uh with them because it, over at uh edlin and edlin they're going to charge you one percent as a selling agent rather than three they're also going to recommend you pay two and a half to the buyer so that's going to save you you know, $2,500 for each. I think I'm going to save you. It's going to put $2,500 more cash on your side of the closing statement at closing for every $100,000 in purchase price. So if you, you know, $300,000 is the average purchase price around here. That's $7,500 that is going directly to you. So... Um, and they're, they're full-service realtor. It's not like they're, oh, here, here, we'll list it and run off. No, they're going to do everything they've uh, traditionally done as your listing agent. So it's one.com E-D-E-L-E-N.com. It's, I mean, let's talking about them right here.